Blog Talk Radio. This episode of Dungeon Crawlers Radio is brought to you by Gamers Inn, where adventure begins. Check out their website at gamersinlehigh.com. Broadcasting live from the DCR studio. Oh, yeah! The Geek Revolution starts here. Excellent! Get ready for the number one hit geek radio show out there. Well, it is impressive, isn't it? Because it's time for Dungeon Crawlers Radio. That's right. The moment is here. Look at the, all those sound effects. I know, it's awesome. It just actually sounds like we have a decent oh. intro now. <laughs> like the other ones weren't? No, they were good. But this one's like under a minute, and it's flashy, and it's really cool. So welcome to, what, this is our third show of the year, I think? Of 2015? Yes, of 2015. And things are only getting more awesome and more amazing. So uh, keep tuning in and finding out more. Check out the website. Um the Facebook page, the Twitter page. I mean, everything's just, like, blowing up. There's just stuff everywhere. I know. Our Twitter feed will actually feed you. It will. It'll it'll feed you words, but it won't actually feed you food. No, no, so, no. A little disclaimer there. But words are good. Yeah. Words are just as good. So uh, we got a great show tonight. Uh, we have author Michael Brent Collings coming on the show. Uh, we've talked about him many times. He's been on the show many times. Funny guy. Um, I can't promise that there won't be a mention of Golden Babies. Anytime during this interview. So, yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm pretty, it's pretty safe to say it's bound to happen. It's bound to happen. So, I mean, there's a lot of really great stuff happening. Uh, you know, 20, 29th, 30th, and 31st is Salt Lake Comic Con Fan X. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have a, a good lineup going on there. So, we'll be there in and out throughout that experience. And then the 13th, 14th, and 15th of February is LTUE. So that's really big. And for those of you that have gone to the LTUE Facebook page, one of us has appeared upon oh. the Facebook page. Who Who is that? Yeah, Drew. Uh, <laughs> Bam, you can see me in my super serious face. Yeah, Drew <laughs> is on there before the rest of us. I, I don't know. It's weird. The rest of us have gone for years. This is like the first time Drew's gone there, and it's like, boom! Well, you well, let's face it, Drew. You are far more photogenic than the rest of us. <laughs> Not only that, he's uh, also like special Magic the Gathering ooh. international player of mystery. Uh, that's <laughs> completely a lie. Um, I, I, I just uh, I'm in sales and networking, man. So I just uh, I just work my mojo. Yep, he worked the mojo, and then he made it happen. So uh, yeah, so there's a lot of great stuff. Uh, the Yugi guys are coming on next week, and actually, we may need to talk about something about next week, too. So, oh. we'll talk about that off-air, and there might be a change. You're so cryptic when you do that. I, I yeah, know. you bring this up, and then like, ooh, teaser, 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 and then we're like, come on, tell me. Uh, all I can say are there are, I'll just throw out two letters, 
which are R and an A, which uh-huh. may influence next All week. Right. Okay. All right. In that order, or... Maybe. Or it could or, be the other way around. Or it could be an AR. It could something. be AR. Yeah. Hmm. Yes. AR Alvasore. Mm, something like that. Something. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah. I got an email earlier today that which might influence things in, in a different direction, but... Name drop. <laughs> if, if that happens, we'll let you know. Um... So, with that said, uh, you know we've got a lot of great stuff going on. If you've noticed, the shows are a little bit shorter. They're about an hour long, but we also have more shows available right. for you. Uh, we had an awesome, I would say, say, epic or mega Gamer Forge on Monday. Oh, man, it was crazy. I mean, we just got crazy Gamer Forge. I don't think we've ever done things. that many Gamer Forges ever. In an hour. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, got, I think we've done more than ten. Yeah, right? well, yeah, but not in one show in yeah. one sitting. Epic. Yeah, it was. Um, Apparently, like Rev's stats, because he's epic level status. Yeah. Hey, he what's up with that noise? Night. So, <laughs> so I am epic. It's good to be the king. <laughs> yes. <laughs> exactly. But hey, we're up and posted, by the way. Awesome. People can hit us up. That is very amazing. So uh, yeah, we got a, a couple other good things. Um, you know, so we may mix things up because we do have a Thursday show at the end of the month, but that's when FanX will be. So we don't know. If we may pre-record a show. Yeah. We may um, not do a show. I, I don't know yet. It's still kind of up in the air. We'll let you know by next week. That's crazy. I know. It is. Oh, again with the cliffhangers. I know. It, it it's just cliffhanger, one after another after another. So. Man, are you sure you're not Sylvester Stallone? Because that's quite the cliffhanger. Oh, 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 oh dude. Biggest forearm in the world when he's holding on to that chick off the bridge. Yeah, and his forearm just gets like two and then three times its size. <laughs> it's like the Grinch's heart <laughs> as he holds on. Yeah, who, who needs a heart when you have a forearm that size? <laughs> you can keep enough blood in your forearm. Yeah, there you go. And then just kind of squish it down like a tube of toothpaste <laughs> when you need more. <laughs> Why are you bending your wrist? I'm just pumping my blood. <laughs> Ew. It's <laughs> really weird. Yeah. Um. Hey, who are you? So uh, this is Revan, of course. Aha! Oh. Uh-huh. See, we're getting to it. So this is a guy named Joe. Hey, and this is Word Drew. Hi, I'm Sakura. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> oh, okay. So Sakura is missing in action. For those of you that have can obviously tell, uh, she's up in Idaho. Doing wedding stuff for her sister. She's not a wedding planner, like an impromptu wedding planner, and I think she kind of loves it. So yeah, like actually wedding planning for yeah. Someone it it yeah. seems like that's that is what happened. She has become the wedding planner. I I was chatting with her on Facebook last night, and she was putting together corsages and boutonnieres. So wow, that's like legit. <laughs> I don't know. That that's that's more time for games, really. That's so. I don't know what the hell Rev's doing. He's just kind I'm of. I'm trying to get into the Gamer Forge world. email. Oh well, we're uh, not doing Gamer Forge. But for some reason, I can't remember the password. Oh well, it is. We'll I'm, just, I'm not yeah. going to tell you. We'll talk later. Um, yeah. So, yeah. So we have, uh, and I'll just kind of throw this out there. We had that awesome show of Gamer Forge yeah. uh, on Monday that aired, and if you haven't checked it out. Uh, just go to DungeonCollegeRadio.com and search Gamer Forge. You'll be able to pull that up. We also have an awesome article review written by 
the hilariously witty and oddball guy named Joe. Uh, and that is a review. <laughs> That's a review of a, a few of the questions uh, that came up in the Gamer Forge. So, number one, Gamer Forges will be split out into their own thing, and you'll be able to catch all your Gamer Forge questions and answers on Monday nights. Uh, but guy named Joe is also going to be bringing back the Gamer Forge review articles. So, uh, it's a great place to just uh, drop in, take a look at a couple of the questions, a highlight of our answers, and then dive into the episode. So. Um, Check that out at DungeonCrawlersRadio.com. And if you haven't been there, and if you just want to put a face to a name, to an article, to the witty humor and crazy subtitles of a picture, <laughs> go to DungeonCrawlersRadio.com forward slash DCR dash crew. Sorry, that's a mouthful. Yeah. Uh, or you can just go to DungeonCrawlersRadio.com, click on the menu button that says uh, DCR crew, and you can check us out. And yes. Yeah. You can stare at uh, Johanna, yeah. Sakura, yeah. all day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're treading some dangerous ground here. Yeah. Ah, uh, don't worry about it. No, I. It is really cool. You can see all of us. You can read a little bit about us. Uh, and one thing that we are kind of thinking with doing with 2015 is we're actually going to give you kind of a, a spotlight on each one of us, so you can kind of get to know us a little bit better. Because right. you know there have been some changes. Yeah. Uh, for those of you that have been listening for years, well, you pretty much know. Me and Joe, we've been here for a while, but we've we've added on Zakora, we've added on Drew, uh, we've had some people come and go, and so we just kind of want to refresh you and kind of do a little small get to know the the host of the show. Um, so we'll be doing that. Um, there'll be more articles and segments coming out. Uh, Drew and I are actually working on one that really focuses on helping DMs, but it's going to be fun. Um, it, I, the idea kind of is like two old retired DMs that are sitting down, talking to each other, and reminiscing <laughs> of old days. Wooden rocking chair yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> Remember that one time when I threw that curse at him at those guys, and they blew up. <laughs> Literally, his head blew up. I'm I mean, something like that. I'm gonna have a really hard time figuring out how to type conversation um, without teeth. Right? So, I know. <laughs> there'd be a lot of flips. Yeah, yeah, like, you know, <laughs> there was that time when I had the big old bat. And they brought me pizza and I made it all okay. <laughs> so, That's when I flew and sunk the Bismarck Shazoo. Yeah. So, I mean, there's that. Uh, the Gamer Forge is back. And there may or may not be a reference to the Temple of Doom in the latest... <laughs> Posting may of the Gamer Forge. Best picture ever. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's, there's I love just, that wise. There is so much really cool, fun stuff uh, coming it, your way. And it just doesn't stop. No. The, the 2015 is the year of DCR bringing you a whole mess of awesome. Yes. And so we're going to geek up a little bit, and uh, so you'll see a lot of content coming through DungeonCollegeRadio.com. So if you don't want to miss it, uh, or if you're lazy like me and you want things to come to you instead of you to go to it, go to DungeonCollegeRadio.com one time and then put in your email address and subscribe. And that way, every time we post, an email will hit your account and you'll just be able to have our awesomeness delivered to you without you having to punch it a key. Whoa, that's like pizza delivery without the pizza. Yeah. Dom, do you know Taekwondo? Have you seen that commercial? Oh, it's no. like the, they have, Domino's Pizza has a new app mm-hmm. that you can order pizza through, and the yeah. guy's like trying to—he's trying to treat it like Siri. So he's like, "Dom, <laughs> teach me how to teach me Taekwondo," because he's like in a bar fight with yeah. all these bikers and stuff. 
So <laughs> it wasn't that funny, but yeah, we'll make it funny. <laughs> yeah, hey, can you uh, cue in some laughter? Hey, actually, yeah, I think a, I can. We have a laugh track. It'll, it'll, I do. Hold on. It'll take like five minutes. Well, it's because I don't do. have it up. Here yeah, it exactly. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sorting through. Yeah, that's not an excuse. I got this. Well, that well, that would be the, that. That that's the dude uh, who's getting his butt kicked because I won't teach him taekwondo. That's like a. There you go. Well, okay. <laughs> there, there, there we go. <laughs> there you go. There you go. There's some laughter. There's the pity clap too. Oh, I get a pity clap. What are you What are you playing with over there? <laughs> Sirenscape. Sirenscape, right? Yeah. Freaking awesome. So we can program. make it totally sound like we're. It's an awesome See, program. Now it sounds like we're in an in. Still waiting for the burp. There you go. <laughs> there That's it horrible. Is. Okay. Oh man, uh, we, we just lost half our listeners. <laughs> I know. I. I am sitting here trying to track down Michael Brent Collins because uh, well, he's at MIA at the moment. Are you sure he's not going to be here? <laughs> maybe, maybe stuck in traffic. <laughs> Long drive from Idaho. Well, he, he technically he is closer to Zagora than he is to us right now. So do we need to call Zagora and see if they're um, hanging out at Arby's yeah, or something? Probably, but I, I, see, this is the problem. I don't have this phone number, so. We just we we chat through hey. email and Facebook, but um, heck yeah, I, I Facebooked him, I Skyped him, and I think he may have forgotten about us, Aww. which is really bad because he reached out to us to schedule this interview. Well, I mean, hey, you know that's it's just he he's a crazy good author. So he is. He's got no, a busy no, no, schedule, right? No, so. and there may be something that's come up. So. Exactly. Um, and if you're getting props from the likes of Stephen King, oh, I know. Um, you I'm know, sorry. We we don't have priority in this guy's schedule, right? So. We do. We just, you know, there may have been something come up. This doesn't mean well, bad for I him. Didn't, I yeah. didn't mean it was a negative that yeah. we don't have. I mean, I know that he ought, would honor it. I'm saying that, you know, they're just uh, bigger fish in the sea than, than we old Dungeon Crawlers radio. Yes. Something like that. Joey B, are you Nothing on? Else. Am I on? Yeah, I'm on. I think my cord became the cord of shame again. Oh man, you always get the cord. What of is shame. up with this? Freaking Why do you what we we got rid of the cord and now you've ruined another one. I I can't hear you. I barely touched it. <laughs> See? Someone get some All right, I need a paper clip, some silly putty and a roller skate and I'll fix that thing. Yeah. <laughs> What about some tinfoil? I could do tinfoil. Tinfoil, all right. Probably short out your whole soundboard, but... Yeah, that wouldn't be good. All we'll, right. We'll put the theme to, to MacGyver as you do it. He um, grants you a plus one, but... You're so in and out right now. You're just like in and out, in... Uh, that yeah, that, you, that you, could have gotten really weird. You're just gone. <laughs> um, so MacGyver, there's only one episode that I ever remember from MacGyver, mm-hmm. but I've dreamt about it several times, and that's the episode... He ends up getting trapped in this weird chemical bomb plant, and there's all these like huge glass tubes, and they have all these neon-colored swirling liquids. Yeah. And he's trying to defuse the bomb and escape. And I don't remember. I don't. I mean, I, that's the only part I remember the whole freaking episode. But it's those giant tubes with the weird like neon-colored liquids floating through, it, and they're like, it's the classic like if these things you know blend together, then the world implodes and then a black hole sucks out the rest of the galaxy. Awesome. 
So it's something like that. <laughs> I'm gonna go write a story about that. I know that that is well, that, so. MacGyver is on Netflix, so you can go back and watch that. I might have to. I might have to just go find that one episode. Yeah. That's also like uh, the Cosby Show. Mm-hmm. The only Cosby Show episode I remember is when uh, is when um, uh, Cosby sneaks down against Claire Huxtable's wishes and demands and rules of the household, and he sneaks down late at night and he eats a meatball a meatball oh, sub. Yeah. And then he, and gets, he has that weird ass dream, yeah. right? And there's like the giant <laughs> Muppet monsters running through there. Yep. Yeah, that's my favorite episode of all time. That's a great. episode. You remember a lot more about that show. I can only remember. I remember. But uh, I remember though there was one episode where he gets into some like an impromptu tap dance contest against some other old guys. Nice. And it ends up like he's so worn down that all he could do is just rub his feet against the chair. <laughs> they, they do like the the foot circle, right? And the, yeah. Don't they like slap their chair together when they're done with their bit? And yeah. Then pa- I remember that episode yeah. too. Yeah, That's man. Right, yeah. And all it was is like at the end he just rubs his feet on the chair <laughs> and then just goes to the clap. <laughs> That's the best. And absolutely not geeky at all. But <laughs> it's still awesome. I don't know. you got to remember our old television. You know, remember our roots. Get okay. it, so pop. Let me. I'll, like, I'm gonna go off on the. I'm gonna go off on this for just a okay. second here. This week, uh, my absolutely amazing daughter Avery. Uh, this morning, or it was a couple mornings ago. Um, my wife was, uh, I don't know, getting done with her jog in the morning, and I was answering emails for work on my computer in the bedroom. And Avery was just kind of running around the bedroom, and she climbed up on her bed, which she just learned to do. And all of a sudden, I heard the channels, like, changing. And she was clicking through, and I looked over, and she had found the remote, was changing those channels. And then all of a sudden, it landed on Elmo, mm-hmm. and, like, the remote, like, dropped. <laughs> and this is So we she doesn't watch TV. Uh, we really try not to just plop her down in front of the TV and, yeah. and that sort of thing. Um, and she was just exploring, so I let her do it. And it hit Elmo, and as soon as she heard that voice... She just, like, threw the remote, and she was jumping up and down on the bed, like, clapping her hands and that sort of thing. And I got to the point where I was like, oh, my God, it's now time that my daughter is going to want to watch TV, and we've got to find these shows, but I want them to be educational. And so I'm in this frantic mode to be to just go find all of the old shows that we watched as kids. Yeah. Like the old school Sesame Street. Yep. And, the like, the one that really... Yeah, all right, it really pisses me off is this David the Lion show, which oh. is this CG generated it's like a alternate version of um Mr. Rogers Neighborhood. Okay. So all the characters that like the trolley and the mm-hmm. owl in the tree that were all animatronics or puppets. Yeah. It's just CG now. So it gets a lot of awards because it teaches kids amazing things. Yeah. But it's all this really crappy CG. And it's like, man, I need to go find all of the Mr. Rogers, I need to get them on DVD or I need to find them on Netflix or something and bring her up the right way with like old school, legit Mr. Rogers. Oh, you got to show, show her the breakdancing episode. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> now that was a trip. So I'm now on a hunt for like the old school Mr. Rogers and Sesame Street and all of those mm-hmm. ones that we grew up on because uh, kids these days are a little weird. And so I attribute some of that to the the television they watch. And so I want to bring The lack of Mr. McFurley bringing the, the mail? Yeah, man. You need that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Mr. McFurley was won't you strange, be? but... Right? Fraggle won't Rock? You be? Mine, oh, Fraggle Rock was awesome. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. The Trash Mama? We didn't get Fraggle Rock well, out here in uh, our where where we grew up in Sandy. Oh, I did. 
I watched well, it. In the, uh, we, it was we, a, we grew it, up in one of the... Um, it was in H- on HBO. Yeah, see, that was the thing. We, um, because uh, HBO wasn't available to our section of Sandy. Oh, we, really? We up, yeah, we grew up in one of the uh, outlying... Um, you grew up in horse pasture. Well, yeah, where, pretty much. Where at? Because we, see, we uh, see, I grew up in in White City. Oh, so it, that it, makes sense. Yeah, and so cable didn't really get out there until yeah. considerably later, and even then, HBO wasn't available. <clears throat> and so there's a show called Fraggle Rock that I had never heard of until like and 1993. The dozers, the dozers were. I feel so sorry for those dozers. They spend their entire <laughs> life building these crystalline structures, and the Fraggles just go, hmm, snack, yeah. and just rip yeah. it apart and start chowing down on it. And you're like, it's like, what the crap? Yeah, yeah man. Didn't it taste like ketchup? Is that what they said it was? It something like that. It was, I don't even remember. It was something really yummy that they loved. But, yeah, these dozers just spent hours and hours building these structures, and you just watch them, and they just Fraggle walk up and just rip a piece off, start eating, and the dozers, you can just see them like, uh, lift their hands up like, what the, what, yeah. what's going on, man? I just spent three hours building that bridge, and you just devoured it yeah. in like two seconds. Yeah. Uh, no, I, we had Fraggle Rock back in the day when the cable box had a rotary dial that you had to rotate yep. it to the number. <laughs> and then, yeah, click, 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 click. Yeah. yeah there, was, was there was awesome. no being discreet like early yeah. on a Saturday morning. And, no. And uh, back then, the remote for your television was pretty much your parents say, "Hey, go change the channel." Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, well, I don't know uh, what's going uh, on, but uh, I did find a couple articles we could okay. maybe talk about just All right. so we can uh, get you know kill some time. So, there's a post out on the net. The nominations for the worst movies of 2014 are finally in. Transformers, 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 Transformers. So, and these uh, are the these right are now. these are the official Raspberry Awards. So, yeah. what those are is they're the opposite of the Academy Awards. Um, pretty much, Sylvester Stallone is the king of these. He has <laughs> probably more Raspberry Awards than anyone. Um, and Hayden Christensen got that. Got Raspberry Awards for his portrayal of uh, Anakin Skywalker, and yeah, so um, it's not a good thing to get these. Yeah, so, <laughs> these are awards you don't want. Yes. So for uh, let's go down here. I'm gonna go. They have a they have a listing of them. Well, I mean, this is detail, uh, really detailed. So I'm gonna start at the bottom of the list and work our way up. So worst remake, ripoff, or sequel. Annie. Um, really? I actually did worst. Yeah. Well, th- there's several of these. It's not the one that won. So we have Annie, Atlas Shrugged 3, Who is John Galt, The Legend of Hercules, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, or Transformers Age of Extinction. And the winner is was Atlas Shrugged. Uh, really? Oh. I yeah. can see that. Annie actually wasn't too bad. I, they modernized it. It wasn't bad. Yeah, it was definitely it, very modernized. It, 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 was, it was decent. The Legend of Hercules I did watch. Wow. Not even Ian McShane could save this movie. Yeah. I mean, wow. it, it was a good bit of fun, but it was it not. Was. I mean, no it is definitely one of those movie. guy flicks you can just go just to watch a really dumb action movie where you see people yeah. die. You know, there, you, you, the very end, you know, Ian McShane, McShane had, he's like, the God showed me how I will die and when I will die, and I will know it. And so, you know, and he's just going around, he's getting... And diving into battles because he knows he's going to die. And then there's just one point where he's like, I will die by a flaming arrow, and it will be tomorrow. And 
Huh. The moment happens, and then Hercules just snags it. He's like, guess it's not today. And it's like, oh. this whole build-up is like, <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> it's like, oh, my gosh. That would have been cool, but oh, well. Suck it, flaming yeah. arrow. I mean, they even slowed the arrow down, and you watch it go through this thing and catch on <laughs> fire, and you're like, this is the moment. We're going to see a really cool death scene, and then no. Um, they take that away from me. Did he break the fourth wall and just stare at the camera no, like, no, please? No, <laughs> he didn't. You know, not and, in my house. Well, and not only that, I, Hercules was a drunk. Yep. <laughs> he was disgraced. And I'm sorry, Dwayne The Rock Johnson did not make believable Hercules to me at all. He looked, I mean, he's got the big build. Yeah. But I I just I yeah. could, well, see, couldn't see him. Well, see, here's the thing is, like, to... Uh, this perspective, of the, um, I talked. I talked about this with uh, with a girl named Joe. All right, <laughs> I like that. Yeah, um, we, we went to go see that, and if we think about it as um, this, is, this explains like the I guess some of the reality behind the, 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 the mythology. Myth? Yeah, no, yeah. that that part made sense to me. Yeah, where it's just like yeah, this is you know people were talking mm-hmm. about about Hercules and as the uh, Stories get passed on and on mm-hmm. and on. That it gets more grand, yeah. more epic, and stuff like that. Where in reality, it's just like no, he almost was almost a con man. Yeah. Well, a, his own nephew was the one that was building the stories. I yeah. mean, it's like this armor was was worn by Hercules <laughs> and slain, and it will protect you. I mean, it's leather armor. Nice. <laughs> and it's just dyed red. He, he was probably just a dude that got in a bar fight and like. Knocked a guy out in one punch, and everyone's like, "This dude's the strongest guy on the planet. He's amazing." Well, I mean, he was, he did have some strength. Sure. I mean, uh, you know, he did some pretty cool things. He could, but, like lift a log you know, by himself. Well, he pushed an entire he pushed an entire statue of Hera down, which was pretty awesome just well, by himself. I'm saying in real life, not in the myth. Oh, I know. No, this was actually part of the movie, the movie c- yeah. saying well, that the, he was a mortal guy sure. and he wasn't really. <laughs> oh, okay. It, it it kind of insinuated, but there yeah. was no proof that he was a, a yeah. the son of Zeus. I don't know if I could buy The Rock either because everything yeah. I've read about Hercules, dude could not do the one eyebrow thing. Yeah. So I don't know why The Rock was cast <laughs> in that. That's just ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, it was okay. The weird techno shredder, I couldn't do it. That was a little weird. Yeah, that, that was like. I could deal with all the other changes. The, 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 anthrop- that, the anthropomorphic noses yeah. didn't bother me. It didn't bother me as much. It was the weird techno the, yeah, that that, was what That's where I'm out. like, I checked out. I'm like, okay, I'm done. I mean, the weird shooting off swords and then they ma- and it magnetize back to him and he's reloaded. It's like, what the crap? Come on. Seriously? That's awesome. <laughs> it wasn't that cool. It's a little shredder, a little magneto, yeah. whatever. Yeah. Worst screenplay. Kirk Cameron saving Christmas. <laughs> left, <laughs> left behind. Yep. Uh, sex tape, uh, which, yeah. Uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Whatever, sex tape was pretty funny. And Transformers Age of Extinction. You might start seeing a theme here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Is there a raspberry for most raspberry nominations? Because that would be, like, highly meta and awesome. I don't know. <laughs> uh, worst screen combo. Mm-hmm. Any two robots. <laughs> they just left it that any two robot actors or robotic actors Transformers Age of Extinction yep any two of them on screen at once yeah Kirk Cameron and his ego yeah wow. I can believe that Cameron Diaz and Jason Segel yeah those uh, two had like I mean it's just very little chemistry I, did, I didn't buy Jason, uh, <laughs> Jason Segel being 
able to hit that. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Oh, this one's a good one too. Exactly. Kellen Lutz and either his abs, his pecs, or his glutes. The Legend of Hercules. <laughs> 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 and then finally, Seth MacFarlane and uh, Charlize Theron in A Million Ways to Die in the West. Yeah, I did watch that movie. It was bad. It, I I was really excited for it. So and, was I. I was, I was expecting and, something fun, and it just it let me down. And then. The weird cameo with Doc Brown, yeah, thrown in there. Yeah, there could have been so much more to that, and yeah, it was, yeah. It it was, was bad. I was, I was even like, I even had to admit it to uh, Word Damsel. I don't know how <laughs> <laughs> we do this. Um, uh, I had to admit to her. I was like, yeah, this, this was a waste of a red box rental. Yeah. Like, at least you spent a red box. Yeah, exactly. Like there was no way I was going to the theater to see it. I wasn't going to get a video on demand. I'm, I'll pay a buck sixty for Redbox, uh, and I was still like, man, I could have got. Yeah, I could have got yeah. a friggin' jalapeno McDouble for that, you know. <laughs> All right, so let's see. Uh, worst directors: mm-hmm. Seth MacFarlane for A Million Ways to Die in the West. <laughs> Ouch. Jonathan Leesman for Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Uh, Rennie Harlan for The Legend of Hercules, uh, Darren Doan for Kirk Cameron's Saving Christmas, and Michael Bay for Transformers Age of Extinction. Wow. Yeah, they, there, there's going to be a lot of themes. This is getting one. old, man. We're supporting actor. <laughs> we're supporting actor Kiefer, Kiefer Sutherland for Pompeii. Uh, didn't see it. Arnold Schwarzenegger for Expendables 3. Yeah, Arnold. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Shaquille O'Neal for Blended. Uh, oh, wow. I heard Kelsey that was a good Grammer movie. for Expendables 3, Legend of Oz, Think Like a Man 2, and Transformers Age of Extinction. <laughs> wow. This was the year of not Kelsey Grammer, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> and then finally, Mel Gibson for Expendables 3. Which one? Yeah. Wow. Was Mel. Yeah. Uh, worst Supporting Actress, Cameron Diaz for Annie, Megan Fox for Teenage Mutant Ninja, Ninja Turtles. Um... Oh, excuse me. It was Kelsey Grammer that won it, not... Oh, Mel gotcha. Okay. Yeah. And, just... and Michael Bay won uh, Worst Director. Okay. And Any Two Robots won uh, Worst Screenplay. Yeah. Nice. So, wow. uh, so, worst sport... so Megan Fox and Nicola uh, Peltz for Transformers Age of Extinction, uh, Bridget Rendor uh, for Kirk's Sister and Kirk Cameron Saving Christmas, and Susan Sarandon for Tammy. So, I mean... Tammy was weird. Um, but here's the thing, man. Megan Fox isn't joining the cast to bring superior acting skills to the no. screen, right? No. Yeah. Like that's it's just fair it's <laughs> unfair to put her in these lists because uh you may have cringed at everything you said, but you did it in a very pleasurable way, right? Because you got to watch her on Well the, I mean these so. are the official awards, so yeah. And, yeah. So uh the Razzie's Redeemer Award, which is a new category this year. Ben Affleck um, from Razzie winner for Geely to Oscar for Argo and yeah. Gone Girl. Okay. Uh, Jennifer Aniston from four-time Razzie nominee to <laughs> Sage Award nominee for Cake. Uh, Mike Myers from Razzie winner for Love Guru to uh, docu-director of Supermensch. Keanu Reeves from six-time Razzie nominee to critically acclaimed John Wick, which I actually got to, I watched um, two nights ago. Wow. Yeah, surprisingly good. Which I have movie? John Wick. Oh. I have to say, it was so amazing because he had very little dialogue. <laughs> See? You don't let the guy talk, you just let him do his thing. I mean, he... So, the whole movie is based on the premise of this one guy, this kid, which is 
the son of this big kind of like crime boss, kills his dog and steals his car. Now his dog, this dog is the last gift his dying his dead wife gave to him. Okay. And he used to he used to be this big time hitman yeah. that as the crime boss says, he is the guy that you send after the boogeyman. Okay. <laughs> Cuz I mean literally it's the funniest thing because you have this crime boss because this auto shop guy that tears apart uh, cars, sees his car, says, where'd you get that? He's like, I, I, I stole it from somebody. He's like, get it out of my... And he's like, we own you. He's like, no, you don't. And he decks the guy. He's like, you're going to hear from my dad. And you're, you're, you're going to die. Huh. And so the crime boss calls. And he's like, I heard you hit my son. And, and, you know, and he's like, sir, he stole John Wick's car. And the crime boss goes, oh, and hangs up. <laughs> and it's just like, oh my gosh, that was awesome. Yeah, I mean, it, it actually had a decent cast. And the movie was surprising well, because, let's face it, Keanu Reeves hasn't been yeah. on a really good role yeah, for quite a while. His track record is spotty <laughs> at best. But I was really impressed, and it was a pretty good show. A uh, lot of action, lot of death. Um, if you don't like that, don't watch this. I mean... He literally breaks a guy's neck on his counter. I mean, he flings the guy up on the account, his kitchen counter, hits the guy's head, snaps his neck. Uh, just yeah. crazy. I'm going to watch that tonight. It is awesome. <laughs> Might uh, have a head up red box and get yourself yeah. a jalapeno uh, double. Yep. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, uh, Two bucks, man. Just going to quickly run through these. Worst a- actress, Drew Barrymore for Blended, Cameron Diaz for The Other Woman in Sex Tape, Melissa McCarthy for Tammy, Charlize Theron for A Million Ways to Die in the West, and Gala Weiss for The Legend of Hercules. Worst actor, Nicolas Cage for Left Behind, Kirk Cameron for Kirk Cameron Saving Christmas, <laughs> Kellen Lutz for The Legend of Hercules, Seth MacFarlane for A Million Ways to Die in the West, and Adam Sandler for Blended. And worst picture. Well, we can figure out these ones. Kirk Cameron <laughs> Saving Christmas, Left Behind, The Legend of Hercules, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and Transformers, The Age of Extinct a ton. Extinct a ton. <laughs> Yes. Ha ha ha. Okay. The yeah. witty play of words. Yes. The inevitable oh witty play of words. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, I would think that pretty much all of those movies, all those winners this year, kind of deserved it. Like, not not a whole lot of bad movies this past year. Some really good ones. Yep. Really, really good ones. Uh, probably the best movie made in forever came out this year. What? Guardians of the, the Galaxy. Galaxy. See, that, that was like the sleeper hit. I was yeah. I was absolutely blown away by Guardians of the Galaxy. I thought that um see my 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 pick if I had to choose one would mm-hmm. would have been um uh X Men Days of Future Past. Mm-hmm. Oh, because awesome there was a too. lot riding on that. There yeah. was. There all these it was basically taking a piece of shattered glass and then they hand it to they hand it to Brian Singer <laughs> and say, Make something of this and he's like Okay, give me a little bit. I'll be right back. Well, I mean, <laughs> let's let's be fair. Brian Singer brought us the first two X Men, which were amazing. Oh yeah. Yep. It was Brett Ratner that came in and messed up the and third one and killed crap. the franchise. Yeah. Literally. Brett Crapner. And and, uh, and Brian left because he wanted <laughs> I could to. Do it too. You know, he wanted to do <laughs> Superman Returns because he's always he's a big fan of Superman yeah. and he wanted to do that. Yeah. Um, and he did his best with Superman Returns with what he had. Yeah. Um, but, you know, let's face it. The movie dropped the ball, you know, for yeah. all of the Superman fans. Yeah, and but it still was decent. Yeah, I see, and I, I don't, I don't blame. I wouldn't hold Brian Singer accountable for anything no. like that. I think it was a lot of it was 
Warner Brothers and Legendary Pictures yeah. were basically doing what they always do. Which is and they get their fingers. They control it too much. They, yeah. They they yeah. want their cookie their hands in their cookie jar when they don't need to mm-hmm. they don't need to have it in the cookie jar. Yeah. That's uh I mean it's the same reason why we have to reboot Spider Man again, right? Well actually it may not sound like that may not happen. They're they're in talks so we may not have to see a reboot. Okay. Um I just saw an article online today. I didn't read it. I just yeah. saw it, but it said that he was out now uh, for all Spider-Man Again? as well as for Captain America. Uh, Wait, who? Andrew Garfield? Uh, Andrew yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I just saw that headline. It was like well, Facebook, so who knows? Here's the yeah. problem. So here's the problem with it. Sony loves Andrew Garfield. Yeah. Marvel hates Andrew Garfield. Yeah. And they're trying to get the rights back to Spider-Man. Oh, yeah. So they can include him in their their combined universe. Oh. It's really weird having this combined universe and not have one of their most popular characters yeah, if not of the all most time. Iconic. Yeah. Well, I mean, and this is kind of an article I, I mentioned in there. There are three iconic characters. Period. The end. You walk out there; these three characters are always identified: Superman, Batman, Spider Man. Yep. yep. Plain and simple. Yep. Um, and that's the you know, that's Marvel's claim to fame, and they don't own it. Uh, and because of that. I think it it's made them think outside the box because that's why they went to Iron Man mm-hmm. uh, to start off yeah, their combined universe. They they did take a gamble, but it was a really good solid gamble. And I think yeah, they did. Was, they, they had they had all the they they had all the cards. Yeah. and all the chips. They knew what they were doing. Well, and not only that, they were also throwing in Easter eggs and hints at their bigger plan. Oh yeah, and, and they've won on that. Oh yeah. Um, but then you you know let's move forward a few years. We throw in Guardians of the Galaxy, another really small comic title. Yeah, like yeah. B team. I would say B-team. I would say more like <laughs> I would say more like D. Like a D, D team. team, and they got a, a, a good cast. Yeah, good. Solid you know, cast. All the way it, I, I will admit, you know, it was a little weird who they picked, mm-hmm. you know, to play the lead character. Yeah. You know, but he pulled it off. Yeah. You know, it, yes, he had to shed a lot of weight. <laughs> But it was beautiful. The the chemistry clicked, and it was, again, one of those shining moments that Marvel has, especially with Joss Whedon with, at the helm. He is brilliant in being able to formulate how to make this work. Right, well, I mean, he's a genius at just getting a cast to gel. Yeah. Right? I mean, that's, that's why his stuff is so successful, because he casts wonderfully, mm-hmm. and then he gets people to really gel together. And yeah. Chris Pratt is freaking amazing. No, I mean, yeah. Star-Lord. Really, Chris Pratt made that movie. Yeah. I mean, I still <laughs> love it at the doing? very end. What are you doing? <laughs> dance off, man. Let's go. You know? It's a dance battle, bro. Yeah. I mean, it's just beautiful. And, you know, we're going to see a sequel to that one. Of yeah. course. You know, they're going to be showing up in other things. Uh, and I'm excited because of that fact. Now, again, moving back, this is where DC fails because Warner Brothers won't get their fingers out of that pot. Yeah, I really they, think that is their problem. Yeah, they don't need it. They don't. I mean, let the let the people who are mm-hmm. good at this sort of thing do it. Yeah. Because I mean, I I I would only imagine what you know, the the Batman franchise would have been like if they had just, for the most part, <laughs> let Christopher Nolan just. Do his thing. Just say, okay, here's your money. Um, have it by, have it to us by mm-hmm. some such time. Yeah. Go. Well, you know, and again, the Christopher Nolan thing, that is a problem all on its own. Mm-hmm. Because the fact they did not, you know, Marvel was already going. And they should have said, hey, 
you're doing a great job with this. People are loving this because you know, uh, Dark Knight, Dark Knight, the, yeah. the, the second one, that is probably one of the best, you know, uh, comic movies ever, if not movies in general. Yeah, it turned out great performances. Yeah, it was a great performance. It was really solid. If they would have found a way to kind of mix that together with an expanded universe and Man of Steel, oh my gosh. But yep. the, the the problem is, though... But they weren't thinking ahead. They weren't. And on the flip side, Christopher Nolan was like, no, I don't want this connected. This is my vision yeah, of Batman and which is probably the better way to go, to begin with, for those movies. For those movies, yeah. Not, not for the company as a whole. But, yeah. Yeah, no. The, the last one, I really struggle with the last one. It, it's, really? Yeah. It's really disjointed. But at the same time, I have another theory um, regarding it that the actual hero is not Batman in that movie. It's actually Bane. Bane is the actual... Huh. Yeah, because if you look at it from this altered pers- perspective, Bane is doing everything because you know everyone hates the bat. They yeah. see him as this bad guy and Harvey Dent. But Bane does everything to show Gotham the truth and then does everything and gives Batman the chance to rise up. He breaks his bat, puts... And puts him in this the the prison or whatever, yeah. and pretty much challenges him to rise up mm-hmm. and get out. And so, I, if you take it from that perspective, he really is kind of the good guy that is forcing Batman to rise up and be the true champion for Gotham. Hmm. I like that. So he's not so he's not the good guy, but he's ulti- or I guess he's the he, ultimate good guy, but not the protagonist. Yeah, he's not really. Yeah, he's not this big bad villain as we all see. Yeah, because he's really forcing Batman to become, you know, the champion mm-hmm. for Gotham. Um, so then, who then who do we who do we claim is the the antagonist here? I mean, because well, I mean, because Catwoman was a little too sympathetic. Well, Talia Al Ghul is definitely yeah. the mastermind yeah. behind everything. So I would say her, but I don't know. It's really tough because again, there were so many different things going on in there. It did kind of seem a little disjointed, but um, that's what I have to sit down and, and look at it as because I really struggle with that one because it doesn't seem like it's a fully conjointed and flowing movie, at least to me. And I know that there was plans for more movies, but with Heath Ledger's death, that kind of yeah. put a serious cramp on his plans because there was supposed to be another movie where the Joker comes breaks back, out yeah. of Arkham and comes back and, you know, so, Thanks a lot, Heath Ledger, for getting so into character that you couldn't get out. I don't so. know. God. Yeah, they're, they're, <laughs> Please I'm, send your hate mail to Drew no, no. at DungeonCrawlersRadio.com. <laughs> I absolutely love Heath Ledger. And no, I seriously uh, cried when I found out that he died. That was it was and it was horrible. He is to, he is to me probably the best villain of all time. Uh, when his his depiction of the Joker is probably the best villain of all time. So. I was super devastated, but yeah, it would have been awesome to see more. But mm-hmm. you know, um, I guess that's the the pits and perils of of like living your character, right? I mean, yeah. that's kind of what yeah. they said that he just got so dark he couldn't get out of it. And yeah. well, I mean, and that's really the the pits and perils of any type of movie. I mean, let's look at yeah, look at Fast and the Furious. Yeah, you know, Paul Walker passed away due to due to an accident, and they have another movie that they have to finish. Yeah, I mean, luckily. Um, 
Paul Walker's brother looks very close to him, so they're going to use some CG to modify it. And Pete and, Walker. Yeah. <laughs> and so they're going to they're going to hey, address his Walker. voice a little bit. But I think literally this is the end of the Fast and Furious franchise. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're not going to. They're not. I mean, come on. Let's that. face it. There's seven as it is, so we might as well. <laughs> they're going to they're going to auto tune Pete Walker to sound like Paul. And yeah. Probably good. Just be like lots of far away panning shots. Yep. <laughs> Fast cuts. Yeah. You know, that's but, yeah, he's a kind of tan, scrawny white guy with blondish tips on his brown hair. Probably yeah. a walker. <laughs> yeah, but I, what do you do after suffering something like that? Because really, the movie is Paul Walker's character yeah. and Diesel's character. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's the dynamic between those two, yeah. and so you lose that out. Um, you know, and then I, you know, with the uh, oh, the Hunger Games, you know. Philip Seymour Hoffman oh, yeah. it, it passed away. And, you know, that. he was the game master, and he, he has kind of an integral role in this next yeah. movie, and now he's gone. You know, And I know they've used some CG in that, too. Um, we're, we're getting to the point where it's like, hey, we're just going to pay actors to do, like, a full body scan in, yeah. a, in a facial shot, and then we're just going to CG everything. Like, oh, that dude died. Well, but, no, it seriously well, seems like the running man. Yeah, you it, know? I mean, it's, it's exactly <laughs> right. We're going to, I mean, <laughs> what's going to end up happening is, um, um, oh, gosh, I can't think of his name. Uh, who's the Bond right now? Oh, oh Daniel Craig. Yeah, Daniel Craig's going to be the Bond for the next 48 oh. movies. They're just going <laughs> to CG him forever. CG his face oh, over the, And I'd be, I'd be okay with that. Yeah, except, I'm okay. Totally except, right. except for I would love to see Idris Elba as Oh, my God. That's not going to happen. Tell, oh, he he oh, actually... He so actually uh, did an interview. And he says, "I do not want to be James Bond." Well, he may not want to be He's James like, Bond, but damn it, they're going to put a paycheck in front of him. He, <laughs> no, yeah, make him James Bond. He flat, out, he flat out said, "I don't care what amount of money they throw at me. I do not want to be James Bond." He's like, "I want to play the characters I want to play, and that is not a character I want to play." Noble cause, jerk. We all want you as Bond, but <laughs> I will settle for Luther. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that'll work, I guess. Oh, my gosh. Great series. I just hate the fact it's only like three to four episodes a season. <laughs> I know. It was, it was like Sherlock, where it was like, yeah. yeah, five episodes tops. Yep. It's like, what the crap? It's over? Yeah. Um, we. Uh, I'll just say this right now, because I love it. It's just elbow. But yeah. um, in playing my Friday night game, mm-hmm. we started a game called Pendragon. Yeah. Awesome RPG. I'm playing a Saracen, kind of like a Moorish person from Arthurian times. And so my guy's name is Idris. Nice. Just throwing that out there. (laughs) Name drop. Yeah. (laughs) Bam. So, hey, bro, come come swing by Dummy Callers Radio sometime. (laughs) Say hi. You got a fanboy here. That would be really awesome if he ever called in. Be a long time listener, first time caller. <laughs> It'd be a very, very that'd interesting. Be weird, that'd, that'd be a weird. That would be the awkward call. I, that's when we just like drop the like, mic and retire. Like show's over. Idris called in. We're well, done. So I don't know. So <laughs> we've done everything. I don't know if you've seen the post, but uh, actually, uh, George Lucas is coming to town for Sundance, and he's going to be uh, in a pa- sitting on a panel talking about uh, writing in that with uh, Robert Redford. Um, nice. Who do I have to kill or sleep with or kill them sleep with to get them on our show? So so um, we may have to run up that to Sundance because <laughs> that was one of our goals from the beginning. And, and George Lucas has always been the white well for yeah. DCR. Um, that would be awesome. Great white buffalo. Yeah. Even if it was only 10 minutes or ten, like 10 seconds. Yeah. Hey, George Lucas, can you say Dungeon Crawler's radio? <laughs> okay, bye. Bye. <laughs> Click. 
<laughs> yeah. So <laughs> I don't know how we'll, to we'll go just on take, from We'll there. just take a picture of him and we'll CG it and then we'll throw his voice on it. Yeah. We do. We could totally just yeah. And we could just make yes, up our own. We interview. have that much technology. But uh, so for th- for our listeners, I do want to apologize. There must have been something come up for uh, Michael Brent Collins not being on our show this evening. Uh, this is definitely not like him, so I'm going to find out what's yeah, up. Yeah, I hope everything's okay. Yeah, I do hope everything's okay. Um, it's been a good show, though. It, no, it has. It's been a great show. Uh, with that said, we will have, again, another show Monday. Uh, on that show, we'll have the Gamer Forge emails uh, that we've gotten in from listeners. We'll talk about those. And then we're going to do a spotlight on a guy named Joe. Yeah, we yes. are. We are starting with a guy named Joe, and we're what? asking questions. Who's oh, the Joe? I know, I did that on purpose. So I sent a message out to Zagora and Drew earlier today, so, but didn't include you in it, saying, hey, bring some questions, because we're going we're gonna to... You're going to ambush me? Yep. It's the best way to do it. Oh, yeah, well, because that works for, like, uh, for like interventions, too, when you ambush them. Yep. Like, Intervention! Yep. Exactly. And someone gets punched in the face. <laughs> Probably. At least we didn't yell squirrel. So Just, uh, um, be careful. I got three levels of X bouncer in me. So. So I'm gonna play a real quick drop for LTU Eve because we will be there. Yes. Uh, and then before uh, with that we will um, be right back. Oh, is, is that the is, is that the thing where I had my picture up on Facebook? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. That po- that one thing. <laughs> I'm just trying to chap my eye. I am totally trying to get uh, oh. a little dig in on Rev here. He is. Because his picture got put up before mine. Oh, he's so mm. mad. I just told him I have a bigger publishing credit than mm, yeah. he does. So Yeah, yeah. Maybe not for long, though. <laughs> All right. We'll be back. <laughs> Join us in Provo, Utah, between February 12th through the 14th for Life, the Universe, and Everything, a three-day academic symposium on all aspects of science fiction and fantasy. LTUE is a gathering place for fans and creative professionals to hang out and share their love of all things fantastical. Buy your membership before January 1st for $45, after January 1st for $55. You must book your hotel room before January 21st. Come meet industry pros, hone your craft, and take your art to the next level at Life, the Universe, and Everything. For more information on the symposium, visit LTUE.net. All right, welcome back to Dungeon Crawlers Radio, where things are a little bit kooky. That's right. One time. Our guest is not here, because I'm sure something's happened. Uh, maybe Stephen King called him. That that would definitely kick us off the uh, call schedule. That's very true. Um, but when, when, when we say that uh, like Stephen King is giving him props, though, I always know picture- that. I know, I, I believe it, but it's just like I always picture Stephen King like having a picture of him like raising the roof. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I... That's or or props like he's like giving him a stuffed figure of Cujo or something like. <laughs> you know, I just wonder. You know, did he was was it a phone a call? Was it a letter? It's like, you know, he's like, "Hello, it's Michael." Uh, hey, Michael, it's a uh, it's Stephen Stephen King. Shut up. <laughs> no, I just want to say, you know, you know your books are pr- really good. Shut up. This is Stephen King. Click. <laughs> and then the phone rings. No, seriously, Michael, this is Stephen King. <laughs> uh, FaceTime me so I can prove it. I just crap my pants. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's literally how I expect that phone call can, to can go. Can you hold on a second while I put you on mute, put the phone down, and run around my neighborhood screaming my head off? Yeah. Um, no, uh, but good guy. Uh, since we didn't get him tonight, 
I'm pretty sure he's going to be at LTE, and we can we can grab him then. Yeah. Um. So yeah, also, I have talked with uh, Brandon Sanderson's uh, assistants, and that he is crazy busy right now. Uh, he's not going to be able Excuses. to come on the show. He's running around for his book tour for uh, yeah. Firefight, but uh, yeah. definitely they want come on the show. So I'm going to be hitting them up uh, towards the middle of March, and then we'll we'll arrange to have him come back on the show. We can have a in person. Uh, yeah. Cool. I'd like. Yeah, to he always comes in person, which that, is awesome. That would be but fantastic. If it, we may not be able to do it in person here. We may have to go there. Oh, well, that'd be fine too. Okay. Yep. But we'll we'll see. It all depends on how he's feeling and scheduling. Sure. So. Yeah, I mean, some you you just get to the level, right? Like Dan Wells was saying um, with Stephanie Myers, like how she's triangle rich, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, you just you get to the point where it's like. <laughs> I got I got forty eight hours in my home. If you want me, come see me. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's it's that type of thing. Yeah, she she is so rich that there's no more letters. It's just random shapes from the lost. <laughs> I don't remember that from the from the lost episode. Yep. So with that said, we've got some great stuff coming down the line. Uh, the U Geek Media guys will be here next week. There might be some changes to next week's show. Stay tuned. Check out the Facebook page. We'll definitely let you know before the show. Um, just because, and this kind of works out really well, so I don't I don't know 100%, but on the 20th, um, there's a Kickstarter that's kicking off for the next series of books in the Demon War book, uh, RPG. Yeah. That is also, January 20th, is also Bob Salvatore's birthday. Oh, uh-huh. man. So, because we don't have a show until after that, well, you know, happy birthday, Bob. Happy birthday, Bob. Uh, happy birthday, Bob. <laughs> uh, so he he can't confirm that he can make it to come on to talk, but sure. his, his son Gino, which is the mastermind behind it, behind uh, Wars, will yeah. definitely uh, be, might be able to come on the show. So we might have to share some time with Yugi. Definitely, um, maybe. So it really depends, but if not, maybe we can work. I, and I told him we're more than happy to work things out. Yeah. We want to support the Kickstarter because it is a really cool game system. So... Maybe the 26th we might be doing something different instead well, of a game report. It's going to be a couple of weeks of Kickstarters then, isn't it? Yeah. Right? Because then right after that, on uh, what, February 5th, mm-hmm. we've we've confirmed with Happy Mitten Games. They'll be joining us uh, yeah. uh, to talk about their game that kickstarts February 2nd, Aether Magic, which is the game that I helped do theme development for. Nice. Um, so I'm very excited to get the Happy Mitten team on to talk to them. So it'll be like back-to-back Kickstarter What's up? Well, throw, as, throw as we've kind of thrown out, this is kind of the the year of the game. Yeah, you know, we're yeah. kind of bringing gaming back, and uh, you know we've had several shows that have been focused on you know game companies and yeah. games coming out and that are available. Um, ooh, so we kind of with that said, that. sorry, I didn't mean to cut no, you off. Um, with that said, if you are or know somebody who is uh, doing board game development. Uh, if you would like to talk to us about maybe speaking about your project, um, just go ahead and in, uh, email us at info at dungeoncrawlersradio.com, um, and uh, let, let's talk. So we're here to talk about games. We're here to feature games. Uh, we're here to help you get more from your gaming. So we want to open up that line of communication with uh, game developers and that sort of thing. Um, so just go ahead and give us an email. What is that email? Info at dungeon <laughs> dungeoncrawlersradio.com. <laughs> All right. So we're going to we're gonna wrap up the show uh, now because, uh, well, obviously, is there time. is no way that we can talk to Michael Brent in four minutes. Uh, hey, man, Golden Baby. All right, talk to you later. There it is. 
It's out here. Interview. So, with that said, we will be back on Monday, and then we'll be back next week uh, with Geek Media. Maybe a bit of a surprise. Yeah. We'll leave it at that. And in so the it's meantime, not much of a surprise if it's we know about it, and listeners know about it. Okay. It might be. Might yeah. be a surprise. Yes. In the in the meantime, just uh, you know, if you need any, if you uh, if you want to check anything out, just go to DungeonCrawlersRadio.com. If you are local and need some board games or magic cards or paints or just want a place to come hang out, uh, check out GamersInLehigh.com uh, for an awesome place to come hang out and play games. Yeah. And, um, yeah, well, we're out of here. Is that it, really? That's it. Oh, my gosh. Good night, Salt Lake. Good night, world. And as always, please get more from your games. Do you want more great shows like tonight's show? Then help support Dungeon Crawlers Radio by going to www.patreon.com forward slash Dungeon Crawlers Radio. Simply choose your level of support and join the geek revolution. Excellent!